This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. This is a news conference uh, just kicking off right now with the head of Uber for Western Canada, Michael Van Hemmen. That news conference just getting started. He is expected to announce that Uber is going to court they are going to go after Surrey Mayor Doug McCallum and the city of Surrey here, try and get the mayor to back off from writing up those Uber drivers, those bylaw infraction tickets. Remember that the mayor had said he doesn't like ride hailing. He supports the taxi companies. He doesn't want Uber in his town. So he has said that if any of these Uber cars dare to show their fenders on the streets of Surrey... His bylaw enforcement officers be writing them up $500 tickets. Uh, at first, there were warning tickets being issued. Now it's no more Mr. Nice Guy here from the mayor. He says he wants to write $500 tickets. So I suspect what you're going to hear from Uber here is that they will go to court and try and seek some sort of injunction to stop the mayor from doing that. Meanwhile, this fight between the taxi companies and Uber also getting kind of ugly. The Vancouver Taxi Association, they're gone to court too. So they are fighting the Passenger Transportation Board and trying to get Uber's operating licenses canceled. Meanwhile, the taxi companies say they are going to stop subsidizing accessible taxis for people in wheelchairs. They say it's not fair that the taxi companies are required to provide accessible vehicles for disabled people. They say it costs them money and that the same requirement is not there for Uber and Lyft. So they're mad. So in order to show how mad they are, they say they're going to stop subsidizing these vehicles. You know, I think dragging disabled people into this thing is, is pretty low. BC Transportation Minister Claire Trevena was asked about it this morning with Simi Sarah. Here's what she said. Very clear that um, this is part of a license uh, for many of the taxi companies that they have to provide accessible vehicles. And we are working very, uh, very quickly to ensure that we have a good mechanism in place. We want to make sure that that money, the 30 cents per trip, actually is used appropriately, um, is used to ensure that we have a growing number of accessible vehicles for people who have various challenges and that will be our priority okay that 30 cents a trip you heard her mention there that refers to ride hailing so the deal is even though uber and lyft not required to provide accessible vehicles every time you would got into a ride hailing vehicle if you took an uber car you'd be paying 30 cents a trip and that money would go into a fund to provide more accessible options for people with uh, disabilities and ride hailing. But what about using disabled people as kind of, I guess, a bargaining chip in this fight? Let's check in now with Gurdip Singh Sahoda. He is the general manager of Sunshine Cabs in North Vancouver. And I'm very pleased to welcome him back to this show. Hi, Gurdip. Morning, Mike. Thanks a lot for coming in. Tell me what you think about this this fight and especially the the threats by the taxi companies here to say we're not going to we're going to stop subsidizing these accessible taxis so uh i just need to remind everybody in the cab business that uh we are in the business of providing service to our customers um 
We survive uh, based on the business we get from the public. We provide a public service. And at all times, everything we do should keep uh, the customer uh, right front and center. And uh, I, I, I wish uh, these statements were not made because at the time when we should be uh, making sure that public opinion is on our side, uh, you know, statements like these will alienate the public and we will lose that critical support. How does the system work here for taxi companies? Like, are the taxi companies required to provide accessible vehicles like is sun- our Sunshine Cabs? You're the general manager there. Are you guys required to provide these vehicles? Uh, yes, Mike. Uh, the, the board's policy, and when I say the board, the PTB uh, policy is that anytime a taxi company is applying for uh, any number of licenses, they'll usually, uh, when they award them, uh, they'll give you a certain number of conventional licenses, meaning you know uh, licenses where you can operate traditional sedan vehicles and then a certain number of uh, vehicles that have to be uh, wheelchair-accessible taxis. Uh, right. In our dispatch, we have to have a priority dispatch plan, meaning if two calls come in at the same time, one is from a person with a disability and the other one is uh, from just uh, somebody wanting a regular cab, the, dis- the, 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 the disabled trip will be dispatched first. So disa- right. disabled passengers have priority and we are duty bound as part of our licensing to give them uh, preference at every stage of our uh, workday. Right. And when the Vancouver Taxi Association says that they're going to stop subsidizing these accessible vehicles, what exactly does that mean according to your understanding? I- I've heard that if a taxi driver gets called out to provide a, a service for a disabled customer, they get a little extra money or something from the from the taxi company? Yeah, so, you know, as part of the licensing, now, you know, because we're providing a public service, we can't charge the customers extra. But, right. uh, you know, historically, uh, it, it costs a lot more money to A, acquire these vehicles and then operate them. And sometimes, you know, some companies find difficulty getting drivers who will drive them because, you know, it costs more money. And then sometimes you're taken out of your way in the sense that, you know, you could have been getting, for example, a, uh, you know, from the North Shore, just to give you an example, $60 fare to YVR. But, you know, maybe 30 seconds before that, uh, you know, if you get a wheelchair trip, which is a local trip, you have to take that. And in order to, you know, incentivize the driver, some companies will pay them a little extra uh, to, you know, make it worth their while. So uh, that it's highly likely that that was the subsidy that our friends in in the VTA were referring to. Right. And that would mean that it could mean that a, a disabled person waiting for a cab might have more difficulty now getting a taxi, right? They have difficulty getting cab at the best of times because it's always yeah. a challenge in the sense that, you know, uh, you know, um, the drivers who are driving the wheelchair-accessible taxis also get uh, all of the other regular trips. So, you know, they could be on a trip out to the airport from the North Shore, for example, just to give you an example. And if somebody calls for a wheelchair van, you know, we'll have to tell them, sorry, you know, you know, we can't send you one for another half hour or so. So, yeah, at the best of times, it's a, it's, it's a challenge to provide this this level of service. And uh, we should we, we try our best, but it's a challenge. You and I were corresponding about this last night, Gurdip, and you're a taxi guy. But I know that you you don't think this is a wise move by the taxi companies here to bring disabled people into it. Tell, tell me about that. Tell me about your thoughts and your feelings on this. 
uh, like I said, and I was, you know, we were talking last night too, you know, and, you know, we, we are at a very critical juncture uh, in the life of our industry and uh, we desperately need uh, public support. Uh, you know, we're disappointed that the government has not brought in uh, a level playing field. We've got the resources, we've got the drivers, and we're hum- hamstrung in our ability to provide service and compete uh, with the uh, ride hailing on an even playing field. Um, you know, issue in point is uh, uh, the boundaries, which are curtailing our ability to provide timely service. So, you know, rather than, you know, talk about these issues, which uh, are systemic issues, which are historical you know grievances that ought to be corrected in 2000 and you know 20 we're actually you know stirring up a hornet's nest you know you know we shouldn't be doing that that's my own opinion you you mentioned that you had a disability yourself when you were a kid right yeah i was uh, born with uh, club feet i underwent extensive surgeries on both my feet and my legs and was not able to walk properly Till I was about eight years old, I was, you know, lucky that uh, my dad was in the Indian Army, so I got world-class treatment in the UK when he was transferred there on a diplomatic posting. Otherwise, I may not have been walking today. So, uh, you know, comments like that uh, hurt close to home, and I take those personally. Right. So when we see disabled people being kind of dragged into this, like you said, that that's kind of a personal thing for you. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what when you speak out like this and but don't you think though that the fact that the ride hailing companies are not required to provide accessible vehicles isn't that, isn't that unfair to the taxi companies? I think it is. Uh and uh, in other jurisdictions this issue has come up as well and uh Various jurisdictions have found different solutions. The one which is most common is a per-trip fee that is imposed. And in some jurisdictions, right-hailing companies have actually contracted uh, other third-party uh, companies that have wheelchair-accessible vehicles, and they will uh, you know, give them all the trips. I think that may be the case in, in Ontario or the Toronto area. But here, the BC government has... Uh, decided to use the per-trip levy, uh, which would then be uh, paid to companies providing disability uh, services, and that could potentially include uh, taxi companies as well. And so, you know, so there will be some kind of mechanism to subsidize the operation of these vehicles. And I'm, l- let me reiterate that it is very uh, cost-prohibitive, and uh, we're able to only charge the same meter rate uh, f- for our passengers who are disabled as all right. able-bodied passengers, so uh, so, so it's a challenge. Uh, in, uh, talking to Gurdip Singh Sahoda, General Manager of Sunshine Cabs in North Van, it's interesting to hear your perspective on it. I guess, I guess advocating for a little bit more to settle things down a little bit, to try and get the public on side. You're questioning the tactics of the other taxi companies here in this fight with, with Uber. Are you getting any pushback from some of the other taxi companies in Metro Vancouver saying, hey, Gurdip, what are you talking about? Well, you know, I'm I'm not going to talk about internal differences that we have, but, uh, you know, like I said, you know, my efforts and uh, those of our board and our company and our association are that we want to 
make sure that we have the public on our side. Uh, right, you right. Know, they, we need to let them know if there are historical inaccuracies or you know other problems that are holding us back. And the boundary issue is is a huge one for us. And anybody that we've talked to, and when you tell them, you know, we have to dead head back, and that means fifty percent of the time our business is closed. It's a it's a no brainer. How come you know you guys are not allowed to pick up where you drop off? So. Right now, I'm sitting in your studios here in downtown Vancouver. I, I just drove by the Hotel Vancouver. There's no cabs there. And, you know, if there was uh, another cab from the airport that I could have picked up, there was three people there. They could have been on their way. So we need to, you know, solve those problems okay. instead of creating new ones. Thanks for coming in. My pleasure, Mike. Thank I appreciate it a lot. Gurdip Singh Sahoda. He is the general manager of Sunshine Cabs in North Vancouver.